Hello and welcome to Path to Enlightenment, a podcast focused on helping people learn the spiritual mysteries of life and discover and experience themselves as a spiritual being in the forefront of their lives and an ego personality in the background. Wouldn't that be great if that could be you? Well, I'm here to help you navigate the path so that can be you. My name is Michael Rosenbaum. I own Alternative Choices Natural Healing. I help my clients shift their negative patterns, emotional triggers, but most of all, inspire them to be the best they can be. I also help clients become what I call soul-infused. You can check out my work on my website at alternativechoices.org. But my mission in life is really helping people discover who they are as a spiritual being. Nothing makes me feel better to do that because nothing has made me feel better in my life as discovering that. And that's why I created this podcast, Path to Enlightenment. Sometimes when you read spiritual books or you even go to classes and and so on, it can kind of be confusing. Some of those terms are don't really resonate. So what I like to do and what I'm doing in this podcast is taking these really important spiritual ideas and putting them into a way that is understandable, in a way that can resonate with you and hopefully inspire you to do the practices so you can experience that also. So I like to start off with a little prayer all the time. And my prayer is that I ask that I can be used as a channel of clarity and inspiration in this world to help others be inspired to discover their inner spiritual self. And in that way, day by day by day, help speed up the spiritual evolution in humanity and on this planet. So today we're going to talk about angels. We've all heard of angels. They've been in books. They've been in movies. There have been tales about them for thousands of years. In fact, one of my favorite movies of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. I bet you've seen it. And one of the main characters in that movie is a fledging angel, Clarence, who's trying to win his wings by helping George Bailey not throw his life away by thinking he'd be better off dead. Amazing movie and a fun character for sure. And an inspiring story. I watch it every year. But that version of an angel is certainly in the image of man, right? And and how men operate or people operate. Well, angels appear in the Bible. They appear in many sacred books. Different archangels are referred to, like Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael, and of course Gabriel, who's supposed to be heard and help you into heaven by blowing his horn. Then, of course, there's the angel of death that greets everyone when they pass on from this world. Everybody doesn't want to see the angel of death. I'm not sure, actually. It's not a bad thing, but that's for another podcast. And let's not forget about the idea of a guardian angel that's with us throughout our life to guide and protect us. We've all heard of that, 
right? We've, many mothers have told their children about that. But are all these versions of angels <clears throat> real? Or are they just a metaphor or a figment of the collective imagination? This is what this podcast and several others right after this are going to explore. It's a big topic. The information I'm going to share comes from several sources. From the great Greek healer and mystic, whose name was Daskalos, and he lived in Greece until the mid-1990s. I also am going to draw from my mystery school studies. Remember, I've said in other podcasts, I've been in a mystery spiritual school since 2006, and I've learned amazing, amazing things and have really wonderful, uplifting, inspiring experiences with it. And of course, my own personal meditation experiences. I'm going to draw from a variety of things. Daskalas is a well-documented healer and mystic. He calls himself a Christian mystic. And he has some amazing abilities. I mean, really amazing abilities. He founded a spiritual school called the Researchers of Truth. Love that name, the Researchers of Truth. He's not trying to be a religion. He's just trying to help people know the truth about who they are. And all of that is based on his own personal experiences and visions, his clairvoyance, and not on religious dogma. Now, in the book Swimming with the Whale, one of the main teachers of the researchers of truth who personally studied with Daskalas outlines the basic principles of Daskalas's teaching in a way that's pretty easy to understand. If you were to read a book that Daskalas wrote, and he's written a few, very difficult to understand unless you have a metaphysical background. But in Swimming with the Whale, it's pretty understandable. And they have several chapters on angels. And so I want to share some of that information with you as a way to begin to talk about it. I find it fascinating, inspirational, and it resonates with my other experiences that I've had. So you can judge for yourself. And that's certainly a book that I would recommend you have in your library. So there's not just one type of angel in the angelic kingdom just like there's not just one type of species on our planet. So I'm going to break them into three categories, and I'm going to do a podcast on each one. There's a category called the Archangels. There's a category called the Divas and Nature Spirits. And then there's a category called your Guardian Angel. I'll discuss all of these in length in a series of three different podcasts. In this podcast, in this podcast, I want to talk about the archangels and the role they play. But before I do that, let's discuss the angels as a particular part of creation. So let's imagine there's an angelic realm. Let's just imagine that that's true. And there's also a human realm. And they follow their own line of evolution that are parallel to each other. According to Daskalas, the human kingdom started out as part of the angelic kingdom and then decided to go through the lens of duality and free will 
to get that experience and evolve in a unique way because of it. Wow. Now think about that for a minute. Think about what I just said. That means that you were an angel. That at some point in your evolution that you probably don't remember, that you were actually an angel. At least that's what Daskala says. He's a pretty smart and wise guy. So we always say that someone is an angel when they behave in a loving and giving way. But it's not just a metaphor. Well, I'll let you ponder that on your own as you listen to this information. You see, an angel, by definition, does not have free will. It can only align itself with God. This is all it knows. It doesn't know the difference between good and evil. It only knows good. So when a person acts from the place of goodness, they call them an angel. Humans, on the other hand, have a choice. At any moment, they can choose good, meaning in alignment with God and connection with compassion for all living things, or they can act from a place of quote-unquote evil, meaning what's best for me no matter how it affects others, thinking others are separate from us. So in this way, the human life choice is much more problematical and difficult than the angel life. The angels only know how to align with God. It's just their nature. That's all they know. However, by being able to choose freely either way, good or evil, it teaches us something. It teaches us faith. It teaches us to be the master of all parts of ourself. It teaches us how to transform negative to positive. It teaches us the power of connection. And because we've tasted and lived in negative emotions, negative thoughts, negative physical sensations, well, we appreciate all the more the positive side of things. Think of it this way. If all you ever knew was light and not dark, then you might not even be aware of what light really is. You need the contrast of the dark to fully appreciate the light. Think about that for a moment. If all you had was light, it's like a fish in the ocean. They don't even know what water is. It's just everything. Opposites provide us with contrast, which allows us to deeply know something in ways that were not possible without it. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be depressed and dark in order to evolve. But I am saying that you have to be aware of different opposites in order to know them and appreciate the choices you make. That's a really important part. And I'll come back to that in a moment, but it kind of shines a different light, so to speak, on negative things that have happened in your life. If you think back on them and what they taught you and what you got for them, 
They played an important part, perhaps, in your evolution. Maybe they speeded it up. Now, I'm not familiar with the Bible, except in little bits and pieces. But the New Testament is filled with parables from Jesus. And one of the parables is the prodigal son. Now, in this parable, the king, which is a metaphor for God, has two sons, metaphor for angels. One son stays by the side of the king in his kingdom. Call that person an archangel. And one son leaves the kingdom, goes into the lens of humanity, the lens of free will or good and evil that we talked about before. Now that son goes away from the kingdom, has many experiences, has to fend for himself, and really suffers greatly. Kind of get, gets his butt kicked. <laughs> Until finally, he's had enough and he wants to come back to the kingdom, meaning the kingdom of heaven as a metaphor. When he gets back, he's greeted by the king with open arms and treated as if he has special gifts. Well, that's the parable in the Bible. Well, Daskalas talks about this parable when he talks about angels. With a spiritual, a spiritual interpretation that relates to that story about angels and humans. So here's what Daskalas says. The archangels are all wise without knowing it themselves or possessing self-awareness. That's just the way they are. This does not happen in the kingdom of life where humanity is concerned. A human being sinks very low and suffers like the prodigal son. But when he returns, he's gained so much more than the archangel could ever gain. The archangel indeed possesses everything except the capacity to measure and compare self-awareness. So when we make it back into the kingdom of God, which is the process of evolution over many, many lifetimes, God consciousness or non-duality and oneness is much more powerful than when you left when you split off into duality. Wow, sign me up for that. Wait a minute. I guess I really already did sign up for that. And if you're listening to this and you're on the earth, so did you. So now we have to find our way back to God. And that's been my life's focus. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I've studied for over 20 years or more. That's why I take myself through all kinds of processes to speed up this return to cosmic consciousness. That's why I love to share these processes with my clients, one-on-one -on -one and with groups and special classes, any way I can to inspire you to, to want to 
make that the most important thing in life, to find your way back to cosmic consciousness, to God, to oneness, to non-duality. One of my favorite authors and persons that I follow spiritual processes with is Yogananda. And that's Yogananda's favorite expression. Make God first. Make God first. Make that the most important place for you to focus on because everything else comes out of that. So I'm a big proponent of that as well. I agree with that sentiment. Well, having said all that, let's dive into what archangels are and the role they play in the evolution of nature and our planet and how we can work with them in harmony and use their alignment with God or with oneness to further our own evolution and bring us back to God. Let us be the prodigal sons and daughters and speed up that process of coming back to the kingdom of heaven or to cosmic consciousness. Archangels are not theoretical abstractions from some antiquated mythology. They are ever-present spiritual beings who love and care for each one of us. The archangels of the elements care for our bodies. And you can see evidence of their care in the healing of wounds, the mending of bones. You can feel their presence in your body as warmth, health, and vitality. In the book, written by Daskalatz's organization, The Researchers of Truth, called Swimming with the Whale, which I mentioned earlier, the archangels are described in this way. The seven archangel orders working in our bodies are called the archangels of the elements. And they're so named because they are using the elements, earth, fire, water, and the ethers, in building and maintaining our bodies, as well as all the universes. So this means the archangels are responsible for building and supervising all form on this planet. Wow, think about that. It's the angels that work with nature to build all form on this planet. Just think about that. Now, I know from my spiritual studies, when you incarnate, when your soul says, hey, I'm coming back to earth again to learn some more so I can come back with more wisdom. Well, you first have to create a mental body. Then you have to create an astral emotional body. And finally, you have to create a physical body. Well, it does all this with the help of the archangels. Without the archangels, none of that could happen. So if you need help for healing in your life, what I suggest you do is you call on one of the archangels to visit you. Start to make friends with the archangels. They're really out there, and you really can connect with them, and they can transmit healing light to you. They've done that for me hundreds of times. I've taught people how to do that. All you have to do is focus on them with sincerity and an open heart in an altered state of consciousness. They will feel that vibration and they can help but come to you in some way.
So listen to what they do so that you know how to use them. So in Swimming with the Well, Daskalaska and the Researchers of Truth begin to describe some of these archangels and what they do. So let's start with Archangel Michael. His primary element is the fire element, according to the researchers of truth in Daskalas. Michael vibrates light, fire, and all the shades of red color. Fire is the heat of the sun and the heart of the planet. In our body, Michael provides warm red blood. If you ever go outside and connect with the sun and that energy, you're connecting with Archangel Michael also. I also find that Archangel Michael is a very powerful force if you need to clear negativity. He has a transformative energy. I think of Archangel Michael, and this is some of my own studies and my own processes, as having a wand of light and nets of light. And if you bring Archangel Michael in with his wand of light to cleanse and clean and purify yourself, it's very powerful. One of the processes I teach people is when they sit down to meditate, that they imagine a vortex of white light flowing around their body from the top of their head all the way to the bottom of their feet, going down a tube into the earth. And if you call on Archangel Michaels to be part of that vortex of light, it strengthens it a hundred times. So try that the next time before you meditate. Just invoke a vortex of white light just say the word silently. Anything that doesn't belong to me or not for my highest good must leave in the next 92 seconds. And then just take some deep breaths and feel that vortex of light cleansing you with Archangel Michael there and feel the results. Give that a try. Let's talk about Archangel Gabriel. Again, according to the researchers of truth, Archangel Gabriel is the soul of the earth. The archangelic order rules over the elements of liquid, such as water, which covers 75% of the surface of our material planet and 75% of the water composing our material, bottle, material body. Gabriel also helps bring peace and harmony to our psychical body, which is your astral emotional body. And his color is sky blue. So when you're calling on these archangels, think of those colors. Well, so that means anytime you have an emotional stuckness, you're stuck in a, a downward emotional curve, you could call on Archangel Gabriel to help clear that. Use that vibration. It can be very powerful. Archangel Raphael, according to the researchers of truth in Daskalas, is the result of the co cooperation between Archangel Gabriel and Michael. And his color is violet, those two colors together, blue and red. He is the governor of etheric vitality 
and its electromagnetic force. Etheric vitality is Raphael's element. He supplies our body with power and strength. Hey, the next time you feel a little lethargic, you're feeling tired. You need some vitality and strength. Call on Archangel Raphael as you visualize. And by the way, the spleen is the organ in the body in which prana or life force moves through. And the spleen chakra is your second chakra. So if you focus on that in meditation and you call on Archangel Raphael and you feel a transmission from him. And here's what I do. It might sound crazy, but it works so well. Is in your meditation, as you get into that meditative state, and I'm happy to send you my basic spiritual meditation, just let me know. Imagine that if you need more vitality, Archangel Raphael is literally standing right across from you. Connect heart to heart and be open and ask for a transmission and feel the transmission of light coming into your heart, then feel it coming into your second chakra and into your spleen and into your body, filling your body with life force. And you'll be surprised at how powerful that can be. Archangel Uriel coordinates the work of all the archangels of the elements and he vibrates a silvery white light according to Daskalas. Archangel Uriel keeps order and harmony within each of our bodies and between them. Macrocosmically and microcosmically, he's the great balancer. So when you need balance in your life, also, in a future podcast, when I talk about the nature spirits and how they work with the archangels and the divas, Archangel Uriel is an important part of that, connecting you with the nature spirits and grounding you, balancing you. So remember that. Next time you walk in your garden, you might want to connect with Archangel Uriel and ground yourself and feel connected to the vitality and the balance of nature. So I've called upon different archangels in meditation, had powerful energetic experiences. My energy field literally lights up when I do that. I often feel electrical impulses when I do that. And I get great wisdom placed in my mind to help me Look at a situation I'm facing in a more spiritual perspective. In fact, that's a class I take, I teach about how to connect and get guidance and can connect with the archangels. It's not that hard to do, and it can be very powerful. So I highly recommend you look into doing this, and I'm helping help. I'm happy to help you. Learn how to do that. Just contact me. I teach that in classes as I teach classes as well as I teach that one-on-one -on -one with people. So, for instance, I've recently been working with Archangel Uriel who comes to me as a feminine energy. 
Now, I believe all archangels are androgynous. That means they have an equal balance of male and female vibrations. But it's very grounding and balancing to me. And it helps me bring heaven on earth or spirit into matter. And this is something I'm focused on recently. So every time I take a walk outside in nature, I can feel the aliveness of spirit that runs through everything in nature. And I feel connected to it all and feel myself in a much more expanded state. It's a great feeling. And I use my connection with Archangel Uriel to kind of jumpstart me into that experience. And I'll talk more about how to actually feel and work with the nature spirits in a future podcast in this series about angels. One more thing I want to mention about the archangels, which is fascinating, and Daskalas puts it this way. The archangels of any order constitute one whole system, whereas the human beings are a race of billions of individuals. Think about it as human beings. There's not one person that's the same. We're all different. We're all unique. But that's not true of the archangels. Each of these archangel beings is identical in every other one in that class. They have the exact same range of vibration. So the countless millions and billions of numbers of Archangel Michaels that are in the universe are alike in every way. The myriads of Gabriels are all the same. There's no distinction between them. They're not unique. So think about that for a minute, because sometimes we get really kind of shy. We say, oh, well, who am I, little I on the earth here? How can I call on Archangel Michael, the great Archangel Michael? Well, the thing is, Archangel Michael, there's millions of Archangel Michaels. There's millions of pieces or parts. But each one, when you connect with it, is like connecting with the whole. It has the wisdom of the entire consciousness of Archangel Michael. That's so cool and so powerful. You have direct access to the whole of each Archangel through one of the parts. And you certainly can attract those parts because I've done it. Really, there's nothing special about me. It's just I focused on these things and you can too. So each human is unique, but each piece of an archangel holds the energy of the whole, the wisdom of the whole, the power of the whole. But as amazing as archangels are, just remember what Christ said, Ye are God's sons and daughters of the Almighty. So we're not inferior to the archangels as spirit beings. These super intelligent brothers will help us understand what we really are, understand our own Godhead, understand that we are sons and daughters of the Almighty, as Christ said. The archangels can help us do that. So, a lot of information. So let's sum it up. Human beings are angels that decided to go through the lens of duality and free will to expand their ability to cultivate their self-awareness. We are prodigal sons. The archangels are responsible for building all form on this planet 
and are always in alignment with cosmic consciousness and God's plan for evolution. So that means when you connect with them, you also learn and understand how to be in alignment with cosmic consciousness and God's plan for evolution. The archangels control the different elements and can be called on for healing. Every iteration or part of an archangel's energy is totally connected to the whole. So when you reach out with love, unselfishness, and sincerity to them, then a part of them comes to you and you have connection to the whole. And I find the most powerful way to connect with the archangels is when you're in a deep meditation. So, that's the first podcast on angels about the archangels. We'll do another one very soon. And we'll talk about guardian angels. Because everybody has a guardian angel and how to use that connection to help yourself. So, please join my private Facebook group called Path to Enlightenment. Just send me a request and I'll put you in there. In that Facebook group, I'm posting different ideas. You can also post any questions or any observations. Also, feel free to visit my Natural Healing and Spiritual Development website, alternativechoices.org. And I highly recommend that you join my weekly meditation. I have a meditation called Meditation Mondays with Michael where you can participate and raise your vibrations and use that to help to raise the vibration of humanity. It's every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to around 9.15. Just contact me for the Zoom link or I have the Zoom link on my Facebook page, Path to Enlightenment. So have a wonderful day or evening. Start finding your own ways to connect with the archangels. Your life will never be the same if you do. And the key to success in this is focus, sincerity, and desire.